is happening, everyone? Just another sports podcast. Craig Swatek, Josh Smith here with you, as always. Very pleased to be joined again by, uh, for the second consecutive week, as a matter of fact, by FMP. Let's City not get editor, that carried uh, away. Alan, that's right. <laughs> Alan, you clearly... Greg, you clearly speak for yourself here. <laughs> Alan, uh, you clearly passed your audition last week. We're nice. happy, to ha- happy to have you back. So I was never good at tryouts. So I'm oh, glad, what? I'm really? glad I performed well, yeah. Did you ever get cut from a baseball team? No, but I had such a bad all-star tryout one time uh, that he's... three coaches went up to my dad and they were like, you're lucky we know who your son is. Because he's blowing it. <laughs> he was terrible today. <laughs> there was one basketball tryout I did. I this is like I literally cannot miss a shot like I was like throwing stuff <laughs> you like, told me this yeah. I, I was like throwing stuff between my legs practically and in the and like, trotters everything was going in and like these coaches like who's this like little short <laughs> skinny kid that's making all these shots they invited they invited me to be on this travel basketball team and and my and one of these coaches called my dad and said are you sure you have the right are, are you sure we're talking about the same kid he's like he probably won't be that great for this travel <laughs> basketball team. So that's awesome. Um, so my dad basically had to say, "Yeah, thanks, but but probably no thanks." <laughs> well, why did you even try out then? Well, I, I was trying out to be part of the league, and uh, they had these oh, different levels right. of the league. Like there's like the advanced yeah. travel league. <laughs> you were just in the zone uh, that day, uh, right? I, I I literally had the best basketball tryout of my life, and and they wanted me for like this elite travel yeah. league, and they're. <laughs> My dad's like, yeah, he's he's not a bad shooter, but he's probably not cut out for this uh, league that you're talking about. Your dad so. shot down your dreams. Yeah, right. Who, who knows? Who, <laughs> who knows what's going to come from that? Who knows what might have happened had I actually I, yeah. been allowed to play? I had a stretch so. of time in my life for some reason or another, like right after high school, where I got I played a lot of pickup basketball. I never played organized basketball in my life, right? And it's one great regret, regret that I have. And there was a time when I was like, I got really good at basketball for just being someone who had never played it before. And like it came to a point where I was playing somewhere and I almost got into a fight with somebody because (laughs) of some of the stuff that was happening. It got like way too serious, way too fast. And that was like, I think that was the end of my my pickup basketball career. I ended it just after that. I was like this five, six, probably 125 pound kid that my dad probably did not see flourishing uh, in in, in, in an elite travel basketball league. So my so my dad probably did me a favor by by declining by declining the invitation. (laughs) So I I settled for like the mid to low level uh, range of 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 the of wow. the rec basketball. How long did your so. career last? Um, no, I, I played the season, and I was like probably the seventh or eighth best player on my own. I don't think on, I knew this about on, you. on my yeah. own on my own mid level team. I, I I played rec basketball for uh, for probably five or six years. Nice. Okay. So, but it was just I had the insane shooting night of my life, <laughs> that, <laughs> and all these coaches are probably like going scratching their heads, going and are like looking at each other, going, "Who's this short little skinny yeah. kid that, that can't miss a shot?" This would have so. gotten you on numerous like online lists uh, these days. Right. I, I would have been. A, I would have been a top. John Calipari yeah. would have called right. your house <laughs> that night. They're, right. They were probably more confused, and your dad was like. No, <laughs> <laughs> my dad. My dad was actually pretty cool about it. He said, "No, he actually, he does have a pretty good shot, but he's just not going to probably be." <laughs> That's great. <laughs> like, yeah, he, we're gonna he, go ahead and pass <laughs> on that. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, it was. They were selfishly saying that too because they were gonna have to drive me to like five practices a week and like yeah. and like all weekends would be taken up by like two or three games so it was a bit selfish too because my parents didn't want to have to drive me everywhere to all these like and all over and all you over. never would have played in any of those games yeah anyway. right exactly yeah. all over baltimore just to watch me sit the bench <laughs> uh in, in, in these games so 
That's beautiful. So, um, anyway, um, man, I, I hope our we're gonna have to start building extensions onto our boat. I, I hope it's a mega luxury. It is cruise uh, liner. I created this boat in my brain, so yes, it, it has no capacity. There's you know, it's li- unlimitless. Well. I just, unlimited capacity I, I hope so because more and more people are being thrown on it I, we have a bunch to throw on this week i think oh so. okay yeah um, oh yeah i, I think uh, there's uh, one big name in particular uh, right that's going uh, on. right well and we'll probably start our we'll probably start our discussion with with him but but there's there's several others that even popped up today in the headlines and like that person ah, that, that person's going on the boat i think we, we might <laughs> so, have some some duplicate uh right names and, and, and alan might matt might come up with a few um good ones uh of, of his own that that, that we haven't um uh, even even thought of yet josh so um so anyway let's start with our, our our first candidate for the boat and and that would be one robert Kraft, um owner of the new england patriots um how, how did you guys i mean we are a family friendly podcast <laughs> here so we won't get into too many of the details but um how how did you guys react when this story uh broke last week uh, I was utterly shocked that a creepy old man would be seeking out uh, prostitutes. Um, you were utterly, utterly shocked. <laughs> yeah, huh? right. yeah. No, this did. I surprise. hear the shock in your voice. Like, I mean, it's a big story, and rightfully so. But um, for some reason, I was just not surprised at all. Yeah. <laughs> like you look at Robert Kraft, and you're like, that guy's probably kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, he, yeah, he kisses Tom Brady on the mouth. Yeah. So. And right. He, yeah. So it was. Um. It wasn't super surprising to me. It, what was really, really interesting, the most interesting part about this was that he was doing it the day of the AFC Championship. Yes. Game, what a day! That, just, what, just, if that's like an example of that guy's life, what, <laughs> what kind of life must he have? Like that is insane. That he visited it. Wasn't it like the night before, and then the next morning, and then he's like, oh, I'm just gonna <laughs> hop a private jet to Kansas City yeah. and watch my team win the AFC Championship game. Wow. Yeah, I, I don't even know what to say. I mean, I just thought of I thought you know, of course, there was all this all this uh, backlash um, coming out immediately about how you know how he could do something like that, and then there's all these much that, deeper that, stories. That about, sort of cracks me up. The, right, like the how how could he do this? Yeah, sort of, sort of cracks me up. And then there's all much deeper stories about you know sex trafficking and stuff that right. really we're not going to end up talking about here because this isn't a serious show. But that is a that is a serious issue. Um, and one that's really not getting highlighted as exactly. much as it should be. No, and I think it's just because peop, this, his name being in the headlines is, is carrying the story away. But if you look at somebody like, and I've brought this up before in the past, we had the great Jeff Perlman on this show, and he wrote a book called Boys Will Be Boys about the 90s Dallas Cowboys. And in that book, he details a place called the White House, which was a house that the players, I don't, even, I don't know who bought it, I can't remember at this point, but it was owned by maybe it was owned by the Cowboys and it was for the players to go to this house with women and women stayed there and they were prostitutes and these players could come and go and say, please. And guess who also went to the white house regularly, Jerry Jones. This is not shocking. Uh, at all. The, the like, funny, the funny part is, is like, I've heard a lot of people say, man, if I thought an NFL owner was going to get caught yeah. um, with this, it would, it would be like Jerry Jones or someone like that. It's like, if it was Jerry Jones, it, it would almost be boring. Right. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, it's like, the, 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 there's such an, it, like, would it even make the headlines? And? It, would, would it even make the headlines <laughs> if, if it was Jerry Jones? That'd be like even less surprising right. than, than, than someone like Robert Kraft uh, getting caught up in something like this. Now, in in, in fairness to Robert Kraft, uh, he's, he's, I mean, his wife passed away, um, so, so he's not cheating on his spouse or uh, – well, he's cheating on his – He does have a girlfriend he who have he's a, a child with, I right, believe. Right, and his girlfriend is, I think, roughly 40 years younger right. than, than he is. I wonder too, what she so. sees in him. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm not even going to answer that question. <laughs> not, have, have you seen her? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even going to. It's like a Hugh. It's like the Hugh Hefner uh, yeah. s- syndrome. So, um, but yeah, I mean, what, what was, was your like, reaction, Greg? He, he, well, just how dumb that Robert Kraft was yeah. to, get, to get caught up in something like this. So, what was really the maybe you know I mentioned the most interesting thing was the the day, but maybe even more interesting was the quick, swift, immediate denial by the New England Patriots yeah. when there's a claim that there's video evidence. Like that is <laughs> that takes some cojones <laughs> to just say no, didn't happen. Well, how long is it going to take for TMZ to buy that video? You know that's coming out. Mm-hmm. It's going to be smeared all over the place, man. We, we, we talk about this often. Like people like Robert Kraft, people like Donald Trump, they never hear no ever yeah. in, in in their lives. So they think they can get this. Sort of emboldens them. They think they could actually get away with this stuff, even though, like, look at Trump's presidency. Like how all the stuff he's like trying to pawn off for people to actually believe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so they're just never told no. They, they, they think they could get away with anything. They, they're above the law in their minds, and yeah. like, it'll, it'll all just go away. And, and, and that, that's my next question is, like, what should the NFL do with, with Robert Kraft here? Um, it's Well, he's going to get fined, and he's going to probably be suspended. But who cares? Like, what? it's not going to do anything. Yeah. None of that's going to do anything to Robert Kraft. Like, they're, he's going to be fined and suspended, and none of it's going to matter. Right. Right, it's like the same thing if a player. I mean, I hope it. I hope the repercussions for an owner are worse than that of a player because of yeah. the financial differences. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think. Yeah, I, I don't think it's lose your team over exactly. Type stuff. It's I not don't like think Jerry Richardson. Yeah. Type yeah stuff. If, if you're gonna pop, if you're gonna suspend Jim Irsay for popping pills and driving while intoxicated. Like he, I think right, he was fine. A, like, but like, what happens when you suspend the owner of a team? Exactly. Like, what, what? So he can't go sit in his mean? glorious office and watch and you know. Right. He'll he'll he'll, right. he'll watch his team practice <laughs> out the window, or what? he'll sit in his mansion. Can you suspend ha- him from making money? Like right. that would be one thing. What I does an NFL say? owner do? He will be he will be forced to watch <laughs> the game in his home th- in his yeah. home theater on his yeah. 150 yeah. inch on his 150 inch right. movie screen in in his home theater. He'll be forced Seriously, to watch with prostitutes on his this is a serious question like what is it what does a nfl owner actually do for the team <laughs> signs the check fund it that's what they should other than provide money that's what they should do right right so like nothing is gonna matter because whatever these guys these him. guys largely aren't football experts right i mean right. so they, they that's all they should do i mean right. like owning an nfl team is like their hobby because they have this other yeah amazing business or whatever yeah and, and that's the funny thing to me too about this like robert Kraft, who ran this packaging company that made him his fortune and made him rich enough to buy an nfl team like he's worked his whole life <laughs> to get to yeah. this point and he, he's won six super bowls in 18 years as the patriots owner and and this is what he's going this is to be, going this is going high in the obit right this is what he's going to be remembered it's for now high. like when people think of robert Kraft, this is going to instantly pop in their heads f- forever now yeah and you know what sorry we're sorry bob like, that's just what comes with it when you make such a stupid decision with your with your life. I mean, this is a guy, like you said, stupid people don't make the kind of money that he's made in his life and and um, run help run an organization or you know lord over uh, a successful franchise that's essentially maybe the greatest NFL franchise at all time that are stupid. So 
it's just mind blowing that somebody like him would go to a, you know, I guess he lives, does he live in Florida like during the week he, or something? I think he lives in Palm Beach, yes. Okay. So he's just like, yeah, I'm going to drive down the road I was wondering about that. Here. Does well, he just fly down from Boston? Right. And like, well, how often does he do that just to go to <laughs> no, these, one he, of these spots? He, he probably live. he probably has a house in like LA. Oh, sure. Like, yeah. like where he lives is like irrelevant because he has all yeah. these houses everywhere probably. But, so. but you know, I'm, and I wanted to keep going and I wanted to bring it back to what Alan said earlier and how this, this greater issue is being brushed under the under the rug here how how could this guy how could he go to one of these spas and not think something's up right like and you know these are these are spas where like these women are apparently forced to live there and probably don't shower or bathe very often like the whole thing is skeevy and disgusting and how how is he not like connecting the dots like mm, maybe these people are actually slaves but uh i'm just gonna came here do what i came here to do well like, yeah well, let's, be, not, because, let's not pretend because, that because, nfl owners are the beacon of morality no, here that's, you're absolutely right right yeah he's, he's not doing anything because he's enjoy <laughs> he's actually enjoying <laughs> he's enjoying yeah, why, he was, why, why he goes there he was enjoying so. himself right. i i am i am really i'm waiting for the season for the patriots to lose two games and touchdown tommy turns it around and and wins one for the owner. Like I, I'm waiting for this. I'm <laughs> this waiting is, for this. this is like, for Bob Kraft. I'm waiting for this Patriots spin. Like oh, right. we're the we're this. the underdogs because of Bob Kraft getting that, busted. You, it for might happen. Yeah. Well, like, there were reports that Bob Kraft wasn't even the biggest name that was caught up in this uh, sting. Yeah. Didn't they? Didn't they say that there was a there was a headlining name or something, and the and Krafts yeah. came out. So we're assuming that that's. That was the name. Maybe the, there's another one. The, the presumption is the name is bigger than Bob Kraft. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, and he, he also wasn't the oldest person caught up in this thing. <laughs> when, when, hey, congratulations if that's when, the case. When, when, I which wish. Like, which is a very, he was like the third or fourth oldest at age 77. It would be irresponsible, but I wish on air we could speculate. <laughs> who, who it is. <laughs> yeah, we shouldn't do that. Right. <coughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> It's crazy. So let's just <laughs> toss him on the boat right now. We we we, we should. Yeah. Um, he, Bob Kraft will de- will definitely uh, uh, be going on uh, on the boat. So um, Br- Bryce Harper, um, who we threw on the boat last week, is still unsigned. Like <laughs> like is is our opinion changing about this uh, subject? God, we just keep going on with this guy, don't we? I, it's just, well, like, why isn't he I signed? I can't believe you know? he still hasn't right, signed a contract right. yet. Like, like what? The offer's not good enough? What, $300 million's not good enough for Bryce Harper, who's been hurt and inconsistent throughout his career? It's like, why, like, why hasn't he signed yet is, is becoming my question. So, so how many meetings does he need to take with these teams? That's what I don't get. Like, he's or, met with the Giants twice. He's met with the Dodgers yeah, twice. The, God knows how many times he's today's met news was Today's news was that um, he was had a second meeting with the Giants. <laughs> So after the the Dodgers jump back in the mix, it's like what 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 is preventing Bryce Harper from from signing a contract is, is is my question. So how many more offers does he need on the table is is mine. Like you know, I, I'm pretty sure he's he's got you know several to choose from at this point. Just come on, man, just pick the best one and go. Like I, this is incredible that it's taken this long. The other weird thing is like we see sports free agencies. The star sets the market. The biggest star set the market. So Machado sort of set the market. Bryce would also set the market. And there's still a lot of players left to be signed. Like Dallas Keuchel in many teams is going to be an ace. Like most, that's most. Yeah. Right. And well, he start the game, though, and that's another topic I, well, that, yeah, I, 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 I want to get into. So. Craig, Craig Kimbrell is an all-star closer. Like these guys are unsigned. What, like – 
at what point do the dominoes start falling that you bring these teams in? Because right now, I don't even think you can intelligently predict what happens in the majors because Bryce Harper is a franchise-changing team, or is a Mm franchise-changing player. Dallas Keuchel, if you put him on a contender, that changes the the landscape. Craig Kimbrell is in a similar vein on the back end of a bullpen. So, like, these things need to happen before we can (laughs) have any idea what's actually going to happen this year. Uh, Tom Boswell of the Washington Post wrote a great column, and I happen to agree with him that if Bryce Harper knew, uh, if he knew then what he knows now, like back in the fall, what he what he knows now, he would have just signed with, he would have yeah. just taken the Nats offer, um, ten years, three hundred million, I'll take it, and I'll be. I think I think Bryce has a desire to play for one team throughout his career. I don't I don't think he wants to be this like NBA LeBron style free agent where he plays for like eight different teams in his career. So I think the idea of staying in Washington was appealing to him, and he know if had he known he wasn't going to get a much better contract than what the Nats were putting on the table back in the fall, I, I think he would have signed it. But what's the sense about the Dodgers offered? How much money could they offer him? Are I they read capable? that that was a short term, yeah, possibility. Uh, so like my, a three year deal or something. My guess would be in the two year, forty million dollar a year range. Mm-hmm. Well, but I don't know. If and we and we just had a just in the past couple of days we had a contract that could set the example for the type of deal Harper might get because Nolan uh, Aaron Otter just signed with the Rockies. I think it was eight for two sixty. So it was, so good it was, for him. Yeah, he's smart, man. He stayed he, out he of free more, agent market. He got more than Machado and stayed out of being a free agent. And yeah. stayed in a place where you can just continue to hit bombs. Right, because. right. <laughs> I, I, yeah, outside of Zach Greinke, I think it's the highest per highest dollar amount per season number yeah, that's in, correct. In, 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 the, in the history of uh, baseball. So Is Zach Greinke still making that money? Where the hell does he even play now? Is he Milwaukee? or He was with the Diamondbacks. I, mean, I don't even know. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's he's become irrelevant since signing That's that crazy. contract. But and 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 the NBA guys, they, they all drive me. I mean, it's it's nice to see a guy stick with a team rather than a team trading a guy for That's, future yep. star players. Don't trade Nolan Arenado for for a bunch of guys you hope just yep. one of them becomes Nolan Arenado. So, so kudos uh, to that. But yep. I'd like um, to see that. I would, you know, I would have liked to have seen Harper stay in Washington. Do you guys think Harper will be on a roster before the season starts? Yeah, yeah, I, I think absolutely. That's this may be one of those deals where, uh, you know, who, who needs spring training? You know what I mean? I I, I don't agree with that, but I, that's probably what Harper's thinking. Right. Well, and, and and Scott Boris is setting his his uh, despised his largely despised agent is setting this precedent. Like he represents Jake Arrieta, and Arrieta didn't get into spring training until yeah. a week or two before the season last year. It was middle of March, I think, last yeah. year. And now now he's willing to play this game with Harper. And and and, 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 and Boswell also took him to task, saying that he's doing a horrible job just reading the tea leaves and reading the market and stuff like that. And he's done a big disservice to, to, to Bryce as well. So Yeah, I'm looking forward to the week where we can not talk about Bryce Harper and where he might play. This is getting old. Right, you know, so sort of like our NBA Finals yes. uh, 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 predictions, um, <laughs> which we haven't done in quite a while since Colin left. No, but but speaking of the NBA, um, did you guys see that the Lakers suffered back-to-back losses to the New Orleans Pelicans, who did without it, Anthony without Davis. Anthony Davis, and they followed that up Saturday with a loss to the Memphis Grizzlies? Could you guys name five players? On the Pelicans or the Grizzlies. I mean, these are two of the worst teams in, in, in the league that the Lakers just lost to. 
I haven't been paying attention close enough this year. No, the answer is I, I don't. I don't even no. think I, I don't even think I could. So maybe combined. Yeah, uh, maybe right. So we so we've asked. Does Zach to, Randolph still play for the Grizzlies? <laughs> no, he was traded, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, he was. He was traded. <laughs> So, so we've asked this before in, in our in our buy or sell portion. Are you guys the Lakers? I think are three three and a half out of the out of the final playoff spot. Are are, are they going to make the playoffs? Ugh. Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, I guess LeBron's got a lot of. He's going to have to put the whole god. Oh, I shouldn't say that. The whole, <laughs> the whole damn thing. The whole gosh darn the gosh team. Gosh darn on his team back. on his back. Right. And I don't know that those guys really want to play all that much for him. I, yeah, because he wanted know. to trade. He wanted to trade every single yeah, one. Yeah, uh, so. it would it would be an epic um, feat if he's able to pull that off. I think, especially we're, yeah, Alex. we're just talking making the playoffs, and it's funny because we were all looking at this roster, going like, "What is LeBron doing going to the Lakers with this goofy roster?" Yeah, <laughs> and, and now it, and now it's playing. Gee, out. big surprise! It didn't work. It's, well, and and sadly, kind of, it's been pretty boring. Yeah, <laughs> like this no, team with all these goofballs has not been that goofy. Right. I was looking for like uh, Levar Ball to get in a fight with <laughs> Rajon Rondo or somebody well, like, like that. Lonzo's been hurt for. This has been for wildly unentertaining. Yeah, you're right. That's a very good point. Right. Is is the whole LeBron experience overrated? I mean, because I mean, yes, he's an all time great player, top five. But <laughs> yes, you're 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 instantly relevant with him on your team. But he's he hasn't won a ton of championships. And 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 he when he leaves your team, your your team is often in complete shambles, as the Cavs have discovered twice. Yeah. And and how the Lakers will probably, uh, what they'll probably find out when when he retires in two or three years, like the Heat, the Miami Heat was safe because because of the fact they still had Dwayne Wade on the roster, <laughs> and and they didn't totally go into the tank, out, right? right? But like LeBron comes in, he sets up the team. The way he, exactly the way he wants, he might fire your coach in the process if he doesn't like your coach. <laughs> like even like he report there were reports he even wanted to fire Eric, Eric Spolstra in Miami, but Pat Riley wouldn't let him do it. So just the whole LeBron experience, it's like you're yes, you're relevant, but like what, yes, it's what, worth what, it. What, what are you beyond that, that? To answer your question, yeah. yes, it is. I mean, with all the uh, attention and uh, money you're able to generate for your franchise and. Yeah, okay, he hasn't won a lot of championships, but he's won championships everywhere. So everywhere he's gone so far, right? So, um, well, it's only, it's only, well, not not in L.A., but, um, yeah. And I'm and if I'm a player, I want to play with LeBron. I, I, I could never understand Kyrie Irving not but that's to not, But that's not a widely accepted thing around yeah. the league from everything I've read. It's everybody finds him to be a difficult personality, not to necessarily play with on the court, but off of it. He's a difficult person to kind of get along with. And I sort of am kind of of the thought that the league's kind of passing him by. Mm-hmm. Like we're like he's getting up there in age. He's 34, 35. He's played more minutes than just about anyone in league history. Right. And we've got these kind of young new stars, the Steph Curry's and, and Kevin Durant's been around a while and Kawhi Leonard and, Giannis. and Anthony Davis and Giannis. I mean – at what he, point? So you're kinda, saying like he's, he's ready to transition to becoming almost like the secondary star, right? He, I, teams. I think this is. I have absolutely no knowledge of what is in LeBron's head, but having an understanding of how I think people think, um, I think LeBron is getting up there in age, realizes it, desperately wants that second star, desperately wants the maybe the big three kind of treatment, yeah, and now he can't find it because mm-hmm. he's been so difficult to get along That's, with. 
I'm looking. You know what I'm looking forward to? I'm looking forward to when they finally trade all these guys, seeing whatever team that those guys go to soar. Like, yeah. Because I love Kyle Kuzma. I I love to watch that guy play. I don't get a chance to very often, but I think he's going to be a star. I think Ingram's a really good player. I think Ball could be serviceable. Uh, Rondo's good for everyone, right? I mean, so. there's some other young players they have, so I would love, I would just absolutely love to see whatever team they go to, you know, take off. Well, the the idea that the Lakers were about to trade their entire team for Anthony Davis is it looks even more ridiculous now in in, in light of their struggles. It's like, okay, you have Anthony Davis, and and I guess when LeBron retires in a, a few years, you'll still have him to build around, but. Anthony Davis is bailing on the Hornets. Yeah, right. Uh, because they have a crappy roster. Yeah. Like, like what's to say? Like when LeBron retires, that he'll look at the Lakers' nothing roster that's left and say, "Get me out of here." Right. So, right. So, so, so they could have been totally left with nothing had they, had they made that deal. So it was a blessing in disguise to me that the, that trade mm-hmm. didn't happen for the Lakers. So, yeah, it's looking. What do you think, Greg? Do you think they can pull it off and get into the playoffs? I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. The, the The West is better than the East. I really can't so, believe that I'm agreeing with you. But right. I, I, I mean, the the East has gotten a lot better, but but the West, you're playing the Nuggets and the Jazz and the Trailblazers and the Thunder, who are really good this year. So yeah, there's just a lot more games against those types of teams and less against the Cavs and the Knicks and the Wizards and 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 all the bad teams in the East that LeBron used to benefit from uh, when when he was in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. So. So here's a headline I, I, I saw today. Um, we'll get your reaction to this. Um, Tony Harris, uh, a girl from California, becomes the first non-kicker to receive a college scholarship. She, what? She, uh, she signed a letter of intent. She she she's a high school. She plays for a high school team. In, Are you going to ask us to guess what position she in, plays? In, no. She Probably plays sure. um, for her high school team in California. She's been playing. She's 5'7", 164 pounds, so not big by football standards uh, b- by any means. Um, uh, she's the first uh, female uh, to uh, accept a – to sign a letter of intent as a position player. She'll be going to Central Methodist University in, in, in Missouri. So, What's your position? Um, what, what position? Uh, she, she's a safety for her high school football team. She'll so. probably get moved to corner with her size. Right, five seven, one hundred and sixty pounds. What? Right, is 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 this a good idea? I mean, uh, I mean, if she's, if she's good enough. I mean, if they if they're offering her the contract or the contract, the scholarship, she should she should take it. I think it is a good idea. I mean, it's a scholarship. I mean, if she, if she unless she's getting offers for some for other sports from other you know other schools, take it. It's a college education. Right. Yeah. Just just save me the uproar when this. When she when when, when blows this her knee when, out. When, right when this doesn't work out or or she's being treated uh, oh yeah or she they're being too physical with her or something like like she's choosing to do this so that's fine All, more yeah. power to you just don't don't go on a crusade saying how you were wrong right uh, when when this when this doesn't pan out can somebody so. offer a male a field hockey scholarship or something just to even this out there there is male field hockey though. Well, it's in, it's in the Olympics, right? Well, I know it is, and it's been highly popular in other cultures and other countries. Well, I mean, I'm sure it's in somewhere in college. Colleges have just some goofy sports, They do. Man. They do. You're right, but I don't know that it's you know that prevalent. I right. I'd like to see like the University of Maryland offer up a D1 scholarship to Alan Etzler or something like that. that would be I awesome. would have liked to have seen that four <laughs> years ago. <coughs> a field hockey one? 
So I did not watch a second of the Oscars on Sunday. I'm sure Alan didn't either, but Josh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure you did, or you caught some of it. I watched so. the whole thing, man. Yeah, right. start to finish. Right. What 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 was your takeaway from that? Um, I was happy for Spike Lee. I think I talked about it last week. So he get he won for uh, best. Uh, but, 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 but but then he threw a tantrum reportedly at, at the end of uh, at the end of the ceremony when he wasn't awarded best picture for his. Well, for I his mean, I, that's fine. I don't care. I mean, he uh, he, he probably had. Uh, some rights to do within was within reason to do that. I, I don't think any of these movies this year were that great. Apparently, I think. Well, and that's something. Have you seen, have you seen most of I, them? No, or? no, I oh, haven't. Yeah. But I'm just going off what I've heard. I mean, you know how it is these days with the way. Tell, I mean, television is better than, way better than it's ever been, and I think people are watching more TV than ever. They're not watching many movies, and I don't know how many people are. If, if movies are, you know, less or lesser because of that, but. Um, Sure, I'm. I, I don't know. I didn't have a problem with him uh, throwing a a fit or having making a little bit of a scene there. What, what do you What do you enjoy about watching those shows? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I it's just I, a tradition. I, I think Alan, our, our answers would be similar. Like we don't care about a lot of the stuff that, that yeah. the Oscars well, rep- okay. represent. Here's what I like about it. Yeah. Number one, it's a tradition to watch it because I grew up watching it with my mother. Okay. And she always used to enjoy watching it. Yep. And and, um, and secondly, I like to see what movies are critically acclaimed, essentially. So I can decide whether for myself, if it's there are some movies that I want to try to watch on my own. I know, Greg, you don't care about critically acclaimed movies. I know that for a fact. <laughs> so, uh, That's been well documented so, on this podcast. Yeah, so those are the two reasons. It's not like I'm uh, You're not watching there. for the fashion or anything like that? Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't care about it. You, you, you don't care about who's wearing who or who's wearing what? No, or anything like but that. I will say another thing that I do enjoy about them genuinely is when someone wins, and it's a bit of a surprise, I enjoy watching their reaction and seeing – um, how they handle that moment because that is such a huge moment for these very uh, privileged people. I, <laughs> I, I understand. Right I understand on. that. Um, but it is still kind of like the I, look, and I don't know a lot of these names. Uh, the the woman who won for best actress, her her speech at the end of the night was was my favorite part, other than seeing Spike Lee win. So it's just you know she wasn't expecting to win and she was just overcome by the moment. So that's cool to see. Alan uh, writes a column every week for yeah. Well, you, you didn't mention it last week. Seventy-two jerk. hours. Like we're here and talking about how you know, I'm watching the Oscars and how I enjoy it, and you're just like I don't care. Well, you had a column <laughs> out. I think it was that day or something, and you didn't yeah, even mention uh, it. The column is as a as a as I was saying, right? Yeah. yeah. And and you uh, took, took, took your shot at um at, at award shows and just the yeah, whole it was good. Pomp yeah. and just, circumstance just the need of it, yeah. for awards yeah. in general kind of bothers me. Uh, yeah, um, I understand. Just what? people's. Like the people that desire to constantly be recognized. I mean, there's like 80 award shows, man. It's just absurd. Well, yeah. and, that, and that carries over into ge- and culture in general these right. days because of social media and just all your all people want is like verification, um, you know, self validation. Self validation. Right. Yeah. That's the word. Thank you. And you know, with the likes and the clicks and the. And if I'm Spike uh, Lee, like, like you said, great for Spike Lee. Fine, he's been wanting an Oscar yeah. forever. He got it. Like, if I'm Spike Lee, my validation is in yeah. my wallet. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I mean, well, I think he said that. It's just he, like, why are you throwing a tantrum? Like, apparently, right. he like walked out. He stormed out of the auditorium saying, "F the Oscars." <laughs> it's like you did win earlier in the night. <laughs> you did it, 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 it wasn't a total loss of a night uh, for you there, Spike. But um, yeah. And is it just me or do does 
Bradley, do Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga seem like madly in love with each other? Wow, like I'm not kidding you. Five minutes before I came in here to do this podcast, I was on the phone with my wife, and she said they were discussing this at work today. Same exact thing. I, I don't think so. Now, maybe look. Well, Greg, Greg Bradley Greg, Cooper dating. They're this. both actors. <laughs> like you have to take that into consideration. Maybe like, they're acting. Maybe they're acting, and there is this thing called but why, chemistry. But, but, okay, that that's so, all. That's all fair. But why why, would, why and, would they be acting like that? And then? she's because she's she made his movie. Like I mean, he was highly involved in the making of that movie. I think he. I don't know if he directed it or if it, what the deal was, but. Um, you know, and it was a wildly successful and a smash hit because of how incredibly talented she is. So she made him a hell of a lot of money. So no wonder he loves yeah, her. But he, but, and that, that yeah, song, but, but, but Bradley Cooper was doing okay way before that right. that movie. Came but that out. song is an intimate, intimate song. Oh, it is. Yeah. And so you, it's part of the show. It's part of selling the song is to sing it intimately with somebody that's true and it's they are actors you yeah. know and musicians are also performers so it's um you know that's just all part of i it, just feel i just sort of feel sorry that. for his for bradley cooper's poor 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 sports illustrated swimsuit model girlfriend <laughs> but you know <laughs> like 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 yeah well, i wonder what's going through her head is she's like i mean yes He's an the, actor the, uh, okay. that's what's going through her head but you know what if it comes uh, out are, are they are you sure though if it comes acting? out greg if it comes out that bradley cooper and lady gaga are getting it on uh, i will be you'll be shocked as, as no, no more surprised than i was when i heard that robert Kraft <laughs> was busted <laughs> in a, a spa getting a uh getting sexual right I, I would i don't think i'd be surprised either but right okay uh the boat segment, I think, will be lengthy today. So, oh, okay. uh, so let's, let's let's throw some people on the boat, and uh, we've already thrown Robert Kraft on. I would also like to submit uh, Johnny Manziel uh, oh, uh, yes. uh, uh, for the boat because he was he was just <laughs> How's cut. he not on already. <laughs> he was just cut by the Montreal Alouettes, the former Baltimore Stallions. Um, uh, we should point out, uh, and now he's he's barred from. He apparently he violated some terms of his agreement with the cfl and now he's not allowed to sign with any cfl yeah. team so he's been basically tossed out of the cfl spring yeah. leagues baby you know you know he's going to the xfl right i mean isn't that like a slam dunk he's already tweeted that uh he's looking he's now he thanked all the cfl people of course <laughs> he always says the right thing but but then his actions are <laughs> are total that of a 12 year old uh, another story right um and, and he said he's looking to pursue opportunities within the united states now so, but yeah, he will be the poster boy for the XFL. You would, you would think Vince McMahon would, of all people, would take a chance on him. Absolutely. So, but, so he's on but the, he keeps getting chances though, and he keeps blowing them for well, stupid reasons. He wasn't even playing. He wasn't even starting for. Yeah, his I mean, team, at, was some, he? at some point, we're going to acknowledge that he's a bad at football. He's just right? not. He's like, not a good football <laughs> player, which I can't believe. I, I honestly thought he was going to be a successful player, but. Yeah, I mean, he played it very well at a high, he won the Heisman Trophy yeah. um, at Texas A&M. So clearly, he has talent. It's just he hasn't been able to figure out how to uh, maximize that talent in in, in the professional leagues. Um, I'd also like to submit uh, Pac-Man Jones. Uh, yeah, uh, that was for, one of mine for the, for the boat. Because can you believe that he was arrested for <laughs> disorderly conduct in some Indiana uh, casino? So. So Pac-Man Jones um, could gamble his life away on in, in in the big casino that's on our boat. Honestly, he'd probably have it no other way. Yeah. Right, just like Robert Kraft could enjoy the luxurious spa that's <laughs> that, uh, that's on the boat. What do you so. bet Pac-Man is finding himself on a roster in the NFL again this year somehow? Someone will sign him. Yeah, sure. Corner, everybody Disor needs cornerbacks. Disorderly conduct. Yeah, come on. Eh, eh. 
<laughs> yeah, we need a we need a dime back. Bring him on. But he should be subject to the league's uh, discipline policy. That's true. Know? Yeah, maybe so. he'll for for like the ninetieth time. <laughs> yeah, how was he even allowed? I, to I, play? I think their discipline policy ends at a certain point, and he's gone. <laughs> I don't know. Josh Gordon probably would be the one case right. where we and would. He, and he, he's find not even disorderly kind. He's just like smoking pot in his spare time, and he's yeah. like been his had his football career ended. Pac Man's like getting into. S- Brawls <laughs> in like airports. casinos and, and airports. <laughs> he's, he's still in the league, so the, I think Pac-Man initiated the NFL, or he helped he to was, initiate the it's NFL. The Pac-Man, it's the Pac-Man uh, uh, discipline policy, discipline policy, right? Because he was because he was out of control right at the time it was uh, instituted. So yeah, I, I think he was he's most of the reason why the league even has a discipline <laughs> policy. So all right, so those are my. Uh, two along with Kraft, which I think is a unanimous one for all of us. Um, Josh, did you have some? Oh yeah, I well I was gonna say Pac Man uh, um, and Kraft as well, but uh, I do have another one. Anyone <laughs> from the Oscars? <laughs> Anyone uh, from the Oscars? But it is, but it is a uh, a celebrity from the music world. It's Garth Brooks. Oh no, wow! Garth. Okay, Garth is somebody that as a kid growing up I loved. I had all of his albums. I knew all of his songs. Somewhere along the way, I got tired of Garth Brooks. He was overplayed. He went away. He quote unquote like retired and and went away. And now he's back. And he's back in the music industry, which is fine. I don't like any of his new music. I can't, I turn every time I hear a Garth Brooks song come on the radio, a new one, I turn it off immediately. And not only that, but now the re- main reason why I'm throwing him on this boat to never be seen f- again is because he is now in the spring or he was in the spring training camp for the Pittsburgh Pirates and people were writing stories about Garth Brooks why are why are the pirates inviting a 50 year old to play something the same guy. reason why the same reason why the Mets all, signed Tim yeah. Tebow just go away Garth like he's been he I think participated in spring training with some other team like 20 years ago and I don't know stories like that just get on my nerves like why is Garth Brooks getting a getting a spring training look for the from the Pittsburgh Pirates? Except for and you can only buy his music at certain places, right? Like Target or Walmart or something like that. I don't or, know. Yeah. yeah, you might be right about that. He probably has an exclusive deal that's paying him, you know, thirty million dollars <laughs> every still time make crappy someone records. buys one right. one album. But um, and I should mention that we are a company. Our paper is owned by the same company that owns the Pittsburgh Pirates. So I'm not trying to. Bad mouth the Pittsburgh we'll, Pirates we'll, by we'll, no means. We'll see, we'll, we'll see if Josh is on next week's yeah. uh, episode. I, so. I don't want to seem like I'm pointing fingers at them or calling them out, but I'm just kind of tired of Garth Brooks. So, Garth, go away. Solid. Anyone else? Alan? I got nobody else. That's okay. Um, first one is Paul Pierce. Oh, my God. I can't stand listening to that man. Be an analyst. Ooh, yeah. Today he came out and said that the Lakers should shut LeBron down for the season. <laughs> shut everyone down. <laughs> no one ever play basketball again. Guess like, what? Where are we coming up with these? Like, let's just not That's play our hilarious. best player. Let's just not play our best player. <laughs> because guess what? There was he... rumors the Pelicans would do it with Anthony Davis. Like, let's just not play our – let's just not have yeah, any Duke. chance to win D- ever. Duke yeah. shutting down Zion Williamson. Just guess what, guys? There's a chance – you might get hurt if you play a sport. Oh, my God. So, so that bothered me. LeBron probably shouldn't be shut down for the rest of the year. Um, I also don't think they could go to the playoffs, <laughs> but still, like, jeez. <laughs> um, yeah, we can, we can make the playoffs. We cannot make the playoffs with or without LeBron. <laughs> so, My other one is because the Combine is this week. Very pumped for it. Very excited. I love the Combine. Wait a minute. You don't care about the Oscars, but you care about the Combine. 
I like watching players like in the skill position drills. Really? In, in the skill drills. I don't like the 40. Why? Because uh, I like to see people with technique. I like to see how people catch. I have a vested There's interest. There's no defender there, Alan. But you can tell if a guy catches with his hands or not. Well, yeah, but you can like, tell that by watching college film, too. Right. I do, so here is what I hate. Okay. Here's who's going on the bus. Anybody who takes anything in terms of boosting people's stock up based on how somebody yeah. performs at the combine. All right, so this is like almost a, a, a future. Like, I like watching it. It's a good spectacle. It's entertaining. You shouldn't take anything from the NFL combine. Here's my, one of my favorite combine moments over the last uh, 20 years came when, when RG3 ran the 40. And he ran it, surprise, really fast. <laughs> and everybody went freaking bonkers because Robert Griffin III, who, by the way, was a track star at Baylor, <laughs> ran the 40-yard dash really fast. Like, that is the only example I ever need to give to anybody about how stupid all of the... Josh, the next thing you can tell me is, like, some NFL owner is going to get caught in some, like, uh, <laughs> prostitutions thing. Exactly. So. All right, so that's a good one. I like that. Yeah, so anybody so who makes a big deal out of something that was that is done at the combine, yeah, they're they're going on the bus. The, the combine, I'm, the I'm, boat. I'm not overly invested in it usually, but it's such a weird. Oh, you were it, last year. I know you were last year. No, that, that's what I'm going to say. It's such a weird and different thing because the Browns aren't in, finally aren't in the market right. for a quarterback. Like the eternal quarterback search has finally ended. So, so this is going to be a really different year for you because right. they're like in the middle of the pack. Yeah, they're they like could, they could let somebody fall. To what them. is it? Right. What is it's it amazing. like to have hope? Yeah, <laughs> it's a weird feeling. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do. Like people are saying, "Hey, man, the Browns." And I'm like, I, I want to be skeptical because every time you like sort of get excited about them, yeah. they, they want they want they wind up letting you down. But um, yeah, it's it's unusual to be like tasting success with your football team, like and actually watching them win a game every now and then, like it, like most other football fans do i have a prediction about greg's fandom here and that is that when they really start winning a lot and they go to the playoffs i'm gonna get stuff, over the top greg is going to go freaking insane and gonna be like he's gonna be like the ultimate browns yeah fan you, of all you time. better you better prepare for him uh, taking some time off he, that's year. what i think is gonna happen like i'm kind of concerned <laughs> yeah about what i'm gonna witness let's, when let's see when, where's, when the, the where, where's the super bowl next year um let's you're gonna see. you're gonna I, here's my greatest fear is that he's gonna become one of those fanboys who i want to punch in the face who is like you no. know like literally uh, is in love with Baker Mayfield and like just nothing he can do is wrong and please don't become one of those. But people, you're, you're forgetting I strive very hard not to be the, yes. uh, the fanboys and 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 please tell me if I'm turning into I will. that. I will because on the I air could, I will tell you right. Please tell me if I am because I will alter my behavior immediately <laughs> uh, if, if if you say that I am. So um, okay. So uh, so Paul Pierce. Um, and a bunch of people who make any movements in their draft board or whatever they do or take any stock I like it. in the NFL draft combine. Those are my two. Should we preemptively throw anyone that wants to talk about their NCAA brackets onto the boat? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Let's wait for that. No, no. I, I want it to happen because I want to call people out specifically. <laughs> oh, okay. We can do that. I'll, we'll yeah. bring you, definitely bring you back around March Madness time just so you can call out some stupid people about their brackets. Yeah. Hey, did you guys – my brackets are busted, guys. It's only after – Remind, one day remind me to not come in the office at all that week <laughs> that first weekend so i don't have to listen to anyone all right seen or to be seen oh god man you go you go first greg i forgot about uh this this week 
Uh, Alan, do you have one? Because I, uh, I don't have a great one either. So. <laughs> we, we all forgot about this. You, you guys told me to sit down and think about this today. I actually did. And then we didn't. Yeah. Um, so to be seen, I, I, like I said, the Combine. I really do enjoy watching the, the Combine. Okay. Um, personally, me and my girlfriend are going to try to go to a lavender field this weekend. Say what? A lavender field? Don't know what it are is. Are you kidding me? But pretty excited to walk around and This see. is a thing? Uh, yeah, I have no idea if, if it'll uh, be in season. I leave it to Becky to find uh, find yeah. a, a um, lavender field. Well, what, what, you, what are you supposed to, to experience in a lavender? Like, what's, I guess what's, it smells what's the like idea? lavender. The, the what, what's the idea? Okay. Yeah, yeah the this smelling. Is like soothing. It's just give us something to do, too. That's cool. Yeah. What's the weather looking like this weekend, though? Uh, not great. Is it going to be like 30 degrees great. where you guys are supposedly? It's supposed to be like 40, I think. Okay. That's an interesting I, – I look forward to the column about that one. That's that could sure. come. That could That's come. I have nothing to write about next week. If you're listening to this and you have an idea of something I could write a column about, please send it to me. A. Etzler at newspost.com. Well, what, what's this week's uh, subject? Um, Thir- yeah, well, tomorrow is Thursday. What is the column? Oh, I it was still sort of tangentially Oscars-related. I wrote about uh, Kevin Hart um, not okay. hosting uh, and just apologies in general – how nice. it seems like no apology on earth suffices to people. Right. That's good. I'm looking forward to that. His columns are the best. And when, when's your column about Disney World coming out? Oh, your, that, your I read that today. Column. It's phenomenal. Oh, it's my gosh. Sunday, right? uh, I, read I, I always paper. read Josh's uh, Yoga Pants columns, but I'm especially looking forward to this one. Yeah, so. it's, uh, I, got, I think I told Alan I had him read it for me today. I, think I, I did get a little carried away, but um, I was having fun. I don't think so. so. You had a, yeah, you right. could tell you had a good time. It came through. Okay, that's good. I did have fun, and I had fun writing it. So, um, so yeah, that's in Sunday's real life. Right. So, um, did you did you read anything? Have you been what, what are you what are you reading? I mean, I'm drawing a blank on what I'm looking forward to. Or oh, I know what I know what it was last night. I watched. I went on Netflix. I was looking for something new to watch after I got home from work, and I went on Netflix, and there was, uh, to my delight, a Valentine's special, a Big Mouth Valentine's special. Have you guys? You guys? I've talked about Big Mouth on this. No show, idea what I that not? is. No, Go I've ahead. not talked about Big Mouth yet. Wow. Um, Big Mouth is like the best show ever. It's a cartoon and it's about kids. It's written by Nick Kroll. It's created by, I think it was created by Nick Kroll. It's written by a bunch of really talented people, including him. Nick Kroll, who was on, um, the league, the league. Um, and it's a cartoon about, uh, uh, middle school age kids coming of age. And it is filthy. (laughs) It is like the foulest, most filthy show ever. And I love it. It's been two seasons. Um, if you guys haven't seen it and you, and you're ha- like, if you're ever having a bad day, man, just fire up one of those episodes of big mouth and you'll be cracking up. And anyway, they did a Valentine's special that I just stumbled up, stumbled upon last night. And it was great. I'll tie my to be seen into something we should have brought up earlier. And that's that our, our local pitching uh, prospect, uh, Brandon Klein, uh, Good one. Yeah. is, uh, pitching well for the Orioles. I think he got in, uh, Saturday or Sunday's game and, and, and closed Sunday, out yeah. and, and closed out a, a, a spring training win for the Orioles. And really is, is there, uh, any reason why he shouldn't be on the 40 man roster when, when, when the season starts, if the Orioles are truly committed to this rebuild? I fully agree with you. How old is he, Greg? He is my age. I played against him. We graduated together. There you go. Okay. And so that, he's how old 27? He should be 27. Yeah. He might be yeah. older depending on the month. I mean, it's time for him to be in the major leagues. Yeah. And I don't yeah, know what, what else what, what, he could prove. What, what's he going to do in, like, he hasn't played He hasn't played AAA ball yet, so he hasn't been to Norfolk yet. But, um, but right, well, I mean, 
Yeah, at this point, his stuff should speak for itself. He's 27. Their their bullpen is in flux. I, it's it's time for him to pitch in the majors, man. And I don't know if he's come on the record and said how badly he wants this to be happening this year. I think he's probably been, you know, I'm fine with playing in Norfolk, but you shouldn't man, be. Come on. I hope they give well, him a look. Uh, Allen's the perfect guy to have on. What, what was it like facing, yeah, let's talk fa- about facing someone like him? Um, Brandon was more intimidating as a hitter than a pitcher when we were in high school. Um, he was a very good pitcher, relied, at least when in my experience against him, relied more on a fastball than his curveball um, or changeup. But he was throwing, like, he was touching he, mid, mid-90s. Yeah, yeah so, so. He, he would throw in the 90s. Um, which was intimidating, but he was so much bigger than everybody else. He was just a, a different sized human yeah. being. His legs, especially, I remember his legs were built like cannonballs. Mm-hmm. So um, he was he was intimidating when he was in the batter's box. Uh, as a pitcher, he, he was intimidating. I don't think I did particularly well. I was going to say against, career batting average uh, yeah. against Brandon Klein. Um, <laughs> I wasn't a great hitter to begin with, so I, I, I can't imagine I did much against him. Uh, I, I might have had a hit or two against them, but we we played before high school too. We played against each other mm-hmm. growing up, and everybody knew Brandon was going mm-hmm. to kind of be the guy, even when he was a freshman there. Um, at TJ, you can probably remember some of the arms they had with uh, Frank Zier, Ian Hahn, guys like that. They had they were a stacked pitching team, uh, pitching uh, mm-hmm. group there, and um, I think everybody knew Brandon was going to be the best of the bunch. Everyone knew that. Was there a real buzz though when when you faced him? And did that play on your mind when you like stepped into the batter batter's box? Like uh, like how how touted a prospect that you were facing? Oh yeah, everybody knew. So it's it's hard not to know those things in Frederick, and everybody knew exactly like when you stepped in who you were who you're stepping in against. The challenge is not letting that get to you, right? Um, which a lot of times it probably did for a lot of guys. Um, yeah. I'm, how much scouting or like how much uh, direction were you getting from coaches like heading into a game like where you're going to face Brandon Klein? Okay, guys, here's his stuff. Here's what he likes to do. Like, what was that like back then when you were going to face like a stud pitcher? Um, you know, you're not because Brandon's not really a guy who had tendencies. Um, you know, Brand, like I said, Brandon relied on the fastball more than his other pitches just because it was a better well, pitch. Well, probably most kids in high school, right? I mean, right. Of course. Right. So, you know, you're not coming in getting a ton of direction other than, you know, he didn't have a ton of tendencies. He had a good fastball, so you could probably sit, try to sit on that. But if he throws you a curveball, I mean, there's a huge difference between a 92-mile-an-hour fastball and a 78-mile-an-hour curveball. Imagine being 16 or 17 mm-hmm. and trying to deal with mm-hmm. that. Um, so, yeah, there, there's not a ton of direction you can give other than trust your hands and, and you know, Hope you make some. Contacts. It's really a mental battle, though, right? Because yeah. you have to go up there thinking that you can actually get a hit off this guy. Not that this is it's Brandon Klein, the super prospect. Yeah. Because then you're sort of like almost defeated before you even step yeah. into the box. Exactly, exactly. If you think that way, you have to go in there believing that you could actually. Right. Or just thinking, hey, I got nothing to lose, right? I mean, this right. guy's he's the man. I'm going to see what I can do. Yeah, that was the other thing. It's like it's kind of a challenge to everybody. You know, you know, day of generally because you've yeah. paid attention to the bo- to the you know the box scores and stuff. You read the Frederick News Post as a kid. So you know probably who you're going to be facing kids, that day. Do kids read the Frederick News? I know. I know we did. <laughs> we paid attention to it. Um, they 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 do. Trust me. I hope they do. And so you kind of knew. Okay, we're. I know their moms do. We're we're facing Brandon Klein today, and it's it's the buzz. At least in the baseball circle, it's the buzz around school. You know that you're facing the guy. 
uh, and it's a challenge like let's let's go beat the guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't always work out that way. Life's not a fairy tale, guys. But, <laughs> yeah. You you said something interesting though. You said you you remember him as much as a hitter than he was. Yeah, he was a, uh, he was a good hitter, a, a, a pitcher. Yeah, he was a good hitter. He had quiet feet, strong hands, quick swing. He, he got a little bit long at times, but I I, I don't know. Take that take that Brandon. Take that criticism. Yeah. <laughs> The knocks on Brandon Klein. Good thing, good, good thing he's the, good thing he's in the American League and, and, and <laughs> doesn't have to bat ever. Pretty so. soon he won't have to worry about it, even if he goes to the National <laughs> League. Yeah, exactly. It's the way it's looking. Right. Is right. a baseball former baseball player. Uh, you know, I'm not labeling you as a baseball purist, Alan. But but do you like all these changes being made to baseball? Or we we've talked about this before. And oh the, yeah, the, I, I was while on the same vein, real quick. I think I saw right before I came, I came in here. The headline was that Major League Baseball is, is now willing to um, push back the pitch clock to 2022. Apparently, so they're not going to mm-hmm. push for that anyway. That's annoying. Yeah. Um. So when it comes to the pitch clock, I'm in favor of it because baseball is too slow. I'm in favor of other small things like you can't take a f- both feet out of the batter's box. I don't think that should you should be able to do. Do you that. care about the DH in the National League? No, I mean I'm I'm kind of apathetic to it. Um, I kind of like I I do kind of enjoy watching pitchers try to hit. <laughs> I just like I just think it enters strategy enters more into play it, it in does. the National League, so that's why I like it. It does, but and, I, w- and, I wouldn't. And that's be. why the purists love it and hate right. the DH. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't want to say I'm a purist, and I'm not. I wouldn't right. be angry if they made the DH, but I do but appreciate. I, yeah, I wouldn't be that. opposed to the DH either, but I do enjoy kind of watching it. And it, and it's it's fun to watch the two leagues have a difference. Mm-hmm. Like be a little bit different. I don't want baseball to be cookie cutter and everything's the same. I, I think interleague play is sort of ruined the World Series to some extent because yeah. now you see you you've already seen all these matchups. Right. So I, I sort of liked it when they didn't play each other until yeah. the All Star Game or until the World yeah. Series. Like, I agree. So the one thing I, as a baseball purist that I cannot stand is the shift. That's the one baseball. Well, so you would be fine with. if they legislated that out of the game. Um, yeah, I would. I also can't stand the number of people who just haven't taught their players how to hit against the shift. Right, exactly. Just hit right. out of it. Like, nobody should be successful using a shift. You should just learn to hit the ball the other way. But nobody does. And <laughs> the shift has ruined Chris Davis's career. Mm-hmm. It really has. <laughs> like, it's ruined people's careers. Well, it's ruined <laughs> Bryce Harper's uh, <laughs> batting average and, right. you know, in a lot of why, ways. Why, why does it bother you so much? Why are you so anti-shift? Like like you say, just, um, just hit it the other way. <laughs> Yeah, I easier yes, said than done, obviously. Right. But but the the thing that it, it just kind of bothers me that like they're just trying to find loopholes and ways to stop people. Like I, I I just wish you could just two two people on each side of the field like play defense the way that I guess the game was meant to be played. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like I said, that's kind of baseball purity. I don't really have a good argument for it, but I just don't like watching the shift. Like it just is gross. Mm-hmm. Bunt bunt down the I, third I, base I think line. It's, I think it's cowardly. Chris Davis should bunt. I, Chris Davis should have bunted. He had uh, occasionally done that, and if I was him, and I was slumping as bad as he was, I would have done it every freaking time I was up there, man. Like, why not? Well, when I was in high school, one of the the best things I ever learned because you you can kind of control where you hit the ball is like we would pick squares mm-hmm. in the batting cage, and you would have to hit the ball into that square ten times, regardless of where it's pitched, and it's doable. Mm-hmm. And so I don't understand why these professional players don't learn like just hit the ball to that part of the field. Yeah, it's I mean, just it's, like hitting. You're into saying that it was square. doable for a high school kid who really wasn't right. do wasn't didn't have his whole life devoted to right. trying to do this, whereas baseball players do. Right. Come on, you know, figure it out. I'm I'm in agreement there. Well, what's your take on this, though, Alan? We we've talked about this before on the podcast. 
like baseball should just be baseball. Stop trying to cater to people that may or may not even like you. The game's slow. It's not fast. Yes. Don't don't make all these right. changes just right. to appease people that are only half interested in you anyway. Right. Don't take the strategy out of the game. Um, I would I would appreciate if they sped it up, but I don't want it to be like fast baseball. I don't want it to be seven innings. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want you know just to appeal to people who aren't going to like the game. Uh, you know, the game is a slower game. It's a more mental game. It's a harder game. It is the I, yeah. I don't know of anything harder. I've never done anything if harder. If you fail seventy percent yeah. of the time, you're successful. Yeah, but right. the point is, just be you, baseball, right. and, and and stop trying to change for people that don't even like you to begin with. Right. Be ba- baseball. Baseball's failure, and the reason people don't like baseball, in my opinion, is that it hasn't marketed its players. Mm-hmm. It's made no effort to make its players That's appear. What, and Bryce Harper's been at the front of that crusade. Right. So, uh, and we have some really, like, some really interesting people doing cool things now. Like Alex Bregman from the Houston Love Astros yeah. is super interesting on social media. Like, market that guy. Like, let him be out. Like, let him be himself out in the world and be kind of the funny person. Same thing with Trevor Bauer. People love hate Trevor Bauer. I think he's pretty funny and interesting. Um, He's not even in shape. I mean, right. that's the funny yeah, part like about him. But, so, yeah. but baseball like tries schlub. tries to kind of put a put these guys in a bottle and, and not let mm-hmm. them kind of express themselves. I think that's where baseball's biggest failure is. Mm-hmm. It's not in the game. It's in the it's in it's inability to market the people. Yeah, I, I think the game would speed up dramatically if they just limited the mound visits and just made pitchers pitch to a certain number of batters or or the innings ends. Just thought, I think that's. Forget the pitch clock. I mean, I think I, I think that's stupid. I, agree. So. I mean, I, I yeah, I don't think the pitch clock is necessary. If they enforce these rules about stepping out of the batter, there are yeah. rules for that. Right. They're enforce not enforced. the damn rules. Yeah. Don't that's let the these guys thing. walk out of the batter's box that's, and take ten seconds. That's the other problem with the pitch clock. Is like, okay, there's a twenty second pitch clock. I'll just stand here. I won't turn around and face it. I'll just ignore it and I'll take right. twenty five, twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty, thirty two seconds to throw the next pitch. Who? What is anybody gonna do? Yeah. Is like. Tell that guy to go down to first base mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm not you know abiding by the pitch enforced. clock. But I don't think anybody's going to. It's just going to be another rule that's not enforced. I, I I alluded this I alluded to this earlier, and I wanted to get your take on it. This idea of an opener where you're just starting mm-hmm. a pitcher and then bringing a starter to pitch the uh, sort of the ex- extended period of time, but he doesn't truly start the game. I I think this is a dumb idea. Maybe you don't. Um, um do you like it? Uh, um. If you can get it to work, fine. I don't see how it works. I mean, starting a game, again, it takes a specific kind of preparation that most relievers aren't used to. And that's why most starters don't come in in relief situations, and that's why most relievers don't start games. But if you can find a guy who starts an inning or two, like I don't don't really see the point. But That's my question. I don't don't understand. What is the point? You're trying to just get a matchup. Against the top of the order to start the game is that essentially all that they're trying to do? I'm not sure. I, I, again, I don't. I don't really see the point. Um, it, 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 to me, it, it's entirely data driven. They're they're trying to. They've crunched some number that told them this might work. But I, I think two things will happen. Maybe you, it's to limit starting pitchers' innings. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we already do a ton yeah, of that. I think yeah, the really. I think the idea behind it they're is already out keep, in the fifth inning is every, to, anyway. Is yeah. to keep their starter fresher and 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 less subject to injury as the season goes on. You'll have them for a longer period of time if you're not pitching them six or seven times for the really good pitchers, six or seven innings a game for twenty times a season, basically. But I what, what were you going to say, Alan? You, I like, I think modern day baseball has ruined kids' arms. Mm-hmm. I think we have 
babied arms so much to the fact that they're vul- they're more vulnerable than if we didn't if if we didn't have pitch counts. For instance, if you look in Japan, so we've had Matsuzaka, uh, Hideo Nomi, uh, Nomo, Nomo, sorry. Right. Um, <clears throat> Who is the the Yankees guy Tanaka mm-hmm. um, and the the Ranger uh, Darvish. Darvish? All of those guys pitched in Japan. They threw three to four hundred innings yearly. And you in have Japan. Oh, oh, you have Otani now, who's hurt. Right. Who's hurt? <laughs> Never had any injuries. They don't get injuries in Japan, and they throw the this insane amount of innings because they train to throw those mm-hmm. those number of innings. Greg, Greg Maddox was re- regularly over two hundred right. innings this season. They come over here, and what happens? They're babied, and they tear their arm. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's happenstance. I don't think it's unluck, like being unlucky. Mm-hmm. It's because we haven't trained their arms to throw the number of innings. Right. The, the body can handle that. Look at Nolan Ryan. For, you, know, you know why? Because you're trying not to get hurt, and when, right. you're, you're coaching so the player doesn't get hurt. And right. usually, when that happens, the player ends up getting hurt. You have kids now who are getting pre. Tommy John surgery, like yep. pre-injury Tommy John yep. surgery. It, it, it's insane. It's the, it's, it's the equivalent of coaching or playing not to lose. Right. Are you playing to win or are you playing not to lose? I mean, there, there's there's a big difference. But with, with the open, I'll just say I just think two things are going to happen. Either the guy's going to get bombed, the, the, the lesser guy is going to get bombed, and and you'll take him out right away, and you'll be you'll be facing this big deficit, or he'll pitch really well. And they'll take him out of the game, were, and the starter will come in and struggle. And it's like, why did you take that guy out of the game? Right. So, plus, sounds lose lose to me. Right. Yeah. Plus, isn't there a prestige to being a starting pitcher and like starting yeah. starting a anymore. game and getting getting the ball at the start of the game and saying, hey, you're you're our guy. So, all right. So, uh, I think we're out of time here. I think we've probably talked long enough, boys. <laughs> I think um, we have. Uh, but next week, um, we love having our man Alan on, and we will again uh, soon. But next week, we're, we're hoping to have uh, Adam Kilgore of the Washington Post on, on with us. Uh, Adam was at the Super Bowl, of course. Uh, right now, he's at the NFL Combine. Uh, so Adam's got tons of great stories, and he's, he's an awesome journalist. And, and you can talk to him about his experience uh, yep. just as a, being a sports writer for the Post, too. So we hope to have him on next week. And uh, we look forward to that. And Alan, thanks a million again. We'll we'll, we'll have you back soon. And uh, we will see you next week. Back here on Just Another Sports Podcast.